Welcome to Your Thought Life Podcast. I am your host, Michael Anderson. I am trained professionally in cognitive behavior therapy and neuro-linguistic programming. I help people overcome mindset challenges. If you haven't already, do subscribe and follow the podcast so you don't miss any of the episodes. And if you're on a platform that supports it, basically all of them minus Google, thank you so much for leaving us a rating and a review. And thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Overcoming anxiety with the 333 rule is our topic for today. It's my heart desire that no one have to struggle day to day with the feelings that are associated with anxiety. I did that for a very long time as a service member. I was just shy of it being so bad, it transitioning to depression. This is a serious set of circumstances that I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy. Moreover, this specific audience, I most certainly wouldn't want any of you to have to deal with this. But until you're in a place where you can let go of being a little too far forward, a little too much into the future where the bulk of anxiety is created, I wanted you to have a technique that you could utilize literally on the spot to get yourself the relief that you need to move forward in your day without it paralyzing you, demoralizing you, or draining you of your valuable energy reserve that you've been issued for any given day. The 333 method is often referred to as the rule of three. It's just a popular anxiety relief technique. It's been around for a really, really long time. It's been embraced and endorsed by all levels of medicine throughout the psychiatric space, it's proven to eliminate or alleviate the symptoms that are associated with anxiety and panic attacks. How do you use it? Let's talk about that. There's three steps. I'm going to talk to you a little slower than normal because I really want you to get this down. Step one is to engage with three observable items. You begin by focusing on three things that you can see in your current surrounding. The goal here is not to fixate on specific objects, but to immerse yourself in the world around you. The shift in focus helps to distance ourselves from the mental anxiety or the mental turbulence in some cases that is fueling the anxiety. Where your focus goes, your energy flows by breaking where our energy is flowing through a different paradigm of thinking or focus. This is one step in this three-step process that we can leverage to our advantage. And in step two, we turn into three audible cues. By doing so, we turn our attention to sounds, which is another powerful way to stop the interruption, to break the focus, and bring us to a place where we can change our focus. By shifting your awareness to the auditory environment, this can redirect your thoughts from inward reflection to external awareness. Again, we're trying to interrupt this anxiety pattern and we're doing it with step one, observable items, and now step two with audible cues. 
Now, I do want to say that depending on your setting, you might listen to, I don't know, a ticking clock, keyboard clicks, or even the sound of something nearby, some sort of equipment, or maybe it's a refrigerator, whatever your environment offers you where you can key in on something other than what you were thinking about. If you're outdoors, you can do rustling leaves, cars passing by, birds chirping, or dogs barking. Something, again, to help break the cycle. The third step is where we connect with three tactile experiences. Identifying three things that you can touch or manipulate, whether they are within your arm's reach or part of your body, everything is in play here. You have to recognize also that these tangible elements swiftly ground us into the moment and allow us to break that anxiety cycle. Being present is one of the most wonderful things that you can develop for yourself because when you get to be present all the time, you will catch what's getting ready to take place in your being before it happens. And if you catch it before it happens, then you maintain a state where you never even enter into anxiety. These are three really cool steps that you can deploy no matter where you are. And I'm going to give you a couple of practical applications, right, just to drive it home. Let's say, for instance, that, you know, you're in a car you're driving, you're starting to feel that anxiety coming on in a very powerful way. Maybe there's been a panic attack before or something. For those situations, especially if you're in unfamiliar territory, the 333 method is going to work very, very well for you. You can focus on the road, you can focus on a certain type of car, you can Focus on certain colors of cars. You can fixate on the striping that separates the various lanes. You can look specifically for 18-wheelers. And as you change your focus, you're going to begin to feel the relief from the anxiety. Remember, what's driving all of this is more often than not something out in the future something that the mind has conjured up that's probably not even true, but because we haven't done the work to disprove it, gain the evidence to show that it's false, and because it's been in our head for X number of cycles, we automatically, because we're human, are prone to go with it. By making this interrupt and changing the focus, it gives us the opportunity to break free of it or to at minimum find relief for the moment. Let's say, for instance, you're in a social interaction. Maybe this is not your cup of tea. You're starting to network. You're going to conferences and seminars now. Maybe you're initiating a portion of your early stage business where you are the person who is going out and doing sales product development and the like, where you need to interact with a wide range of people that you don't know. Well, what you can do here 
to divert your attention away from that anxiety that you would feel with conversation is first you're going to remember to smile because when you begin to smile you're telling your body that everything is good everything is fine there's no need for alarm you're going to remind yourself of why you're there that this is a natural process that everyone who's starting a business, that everyone who is seeking to move up the corporate ladder or anyone who is desiring to extend their product and service to the marketplace has to go through. It may be a little uncomfortable right now, but it's certainly manageable. You're going to also come to understand that it won't always be this way. You're going to grow through this phase and this too will be overcome after a bit of time and then after you've reminded yourself of that then you can take maybe a napkin and you can begin to feel what that napkin feels like through the ridges in it the imprint the characteristics of the napkin if it has a design or if maybe you have a glass you know you can fix a little bit of your attention on the type of glass and how it's rounded and the thickness of the base and the rim and how smooth it is and the height of it. As you begin to make these observations, you'll find that your anxiety will begin to subside. Another example could be you're preparing for a presentation. It's a real big one. And you're feeling all of that energy that most presenters feel. I want to encourage you to do what I do. And I want you to first shift your focus like this. The feeling of fear when you present is the exact same feeling that you get when you're on a roller coaster and you're getting ready to go up. You're going up and at the point where you crest and start going down and you have that exhilarating moment, that's what we call excitement. Fear of presenting and excitement have the exact same chemical composition. So you're going to shift your mindset by saying, I'm not fearful, I'm just excited to speak to these people. While you're saying it, you're smiling, and you're going to keep in that space, in that dialogue with yourself for as long as need be until you start to settle down. And once you start to see the edge coming off of this anxious moment, Then you're going to dive in with this. You're going to begin to observe your environment, locate the clock or something familiar in the room. Or perhaps if you're not on site and you're having pre-speech anxiety before you even get there the day before, you can begin to do this also in your head. Imagine yourself holding the remote control that's going to advance your slides. Begin to feel what that feels like in your hand, the various buttons, the shape of the remote, any dips in it, any edges or flat surfaces. Then imagine putting it right in front of you on the podium. There's a little lip that prevents things from falling down, placing it there and putting your hands on the side of the podium while giving your introduction to the audience. Imagine 
all of that nervous energy being transferred from you directly into the podium. The podium acts as a super duper absorber of this energy. As you feel the energy being released into the podium, you then start to bring that powerful smile back in. Now we're truly excited and appreciative for this opportunity. We see ourselves in our mind's eye executing exactly the way we want to, getting the responses that we would desire to get from the audience. And it's like magic inside of about a couple of minutes. You find your sweet spot. From there, you can move on and execute. Once you see it take place in your mind's eye, then we have laid down the neurological hardware for the actual event. The cool thing about the subconscious is it doesn't know the difference between the thoughts that we make through thought alone and an actual experience. This is why reprogramming the subconscious mind when we learn these techniques can be so effective for changing our lives and in this case removing anxiety. I particularly like this approach because it's a non-medicated approach. Nine out of ten times if you go to your family doctor or you go to a psychiatrist, they're going to ask you some very specific probing questions to determine whether you should be a 5 milligram, a 10 milligram, or a 20 milligram patient. And they're going to give you some tranquilizers. They're going to have some, you know, they're going to have a variety of names. And they're going to have a variety of types based on your health situation or health profile, family history, and the like. Again, I really like this method because we don't get into that medicated state. Now, I'm not saying that I wholeheartedly object to that. In my own practice, I have a lot of folks where they come, they have anxiety, we're able to work through it in a matter of four to five weeks on average. Very, very high success rate. But those are the people who are truly ready for change. These people can follow the processes, do the work, and get the result. Some people are in a lukewarm state where they kind of like are tired of it, but not so tired of it that they're ready to make a change. That mindset is not a good candidate for my program, but it may be that there's some dysfunction taking place in their lives such they have to do something. And it may be that the decision is easier for me to take a pill than it is for me to do the hard work on me. And I respect either approach. But I do want you to know that this is a holistic method. It works incredibly well. It's well documented. There's a number of scholarly papers and even published works around this with the proof that if you execute it in the time of need and just stick with all three steps if necessary, you're going to get the result that you need. This is a powerful beacon of hope, especially for those who are grappling with anxiety or panic attacks. It's simple, yet it's profound. The work says that it's incredibly effective. I want to call to your attention that focus is at the core of this methodology. Changing the focus and getting present is what you find taking place in this three-step process. This method is a beacon of resilience 
and self-empowerment because it demonstrates that even in some of life's challenges, we have tools and techniques that we can utilize that will help us to build up our inner strength, to find the serenity that's necessary to break through some of these moments, to stabilize what we're thinking and then our emotional response to it. I hope you will find this helpful or someone that you know and love. Do share this with individuals and friends that you know that may suffer from this situation. Thanks for tuning in. And that's going to conclude this episode. I appreciate your time and your attention. I want to remind you that you are enough. You can do it. and You are uniquely equipped to realize your goals. Until next time, take care and be safe.